Alamogordo is in the middle of early voting for multiple positions within the municipal government. AlamogordoTownNews.com issued 26 questions to the two mayoral candidates and received their responses. A few questions of the 26 were questions around campaign finances and personal finances related to the salary of commissioners and the office of the mayor. The Founding Fathers never intended a permanent political class controlled by the wealthy and never intended for there to be career politicians. Our government was set up for citizen statesmen, not for career politicians at every level be it city or county commission, mayor, or congressperson. The idea was citizen statesmen. Our founding fathers wanted honorable people of common origins to do their duty and serve their city, county, state, or country for a limited time, then step aside and go back to their farms or businesses and let others serve in their place. The design was not for careers in politics. No matter how good the man or woman, as terms pass and decades tally, they become beholden to the powers that perpetuate them. So, in that vein of thinking in our 26 questions we asked the two mayoral candidates question number 23. Given the job is a part-time job and one of public service, would you be willing to accept the position if elected for no pay and dedicate the public check each month to a local community organization rotating the donation monthly? The responses were almost comical, if one really reads into them, and one should really read and digest the candidate responses. A question for the public is this? Nonprofit organizations have oversight by an appointed board and operate on a volunteer basis, without pay, to ensure the nonprofit is managed in the best interest of the agency's mission. Board members are not employees of the agency, they have the same oversight responsibilities of that agency as the city commission and mayor's office has of the budget and enforcement actions of city government. Why do we not hold the positions of part-time politicians to the same principle? Do we get better leadership at the city commission level and the office of mayor by paying for it? Is the leadership of Alamogordo better than the leadership that works for free of the best local nonprofit organization? Think about that for a moment. The city budget is about a $50 to $60 million dollars and the pay to the commission is little in comparison to the overall budget. However, pay, any pay does lead to career politicians. The sitting commissioners get $500 a month. The mayor gets $800 a month in salary. The requirement is to attend two commission meetings per month. Wonder what the hourly wage of our potential mayor would be? Now let us make some presumptions for thoughts to ponder. Let's divide two meetings, an average of three hours a meeting and let's say each candidate puts in three hours of preparation and reading before each meeting, so about 12 hours a month in direct services. Now of course the commissioners and the mayor answer email on occasion and take constituent phone calls. We will make another presumption based on our experience in government service in a city many times the size of Alamogordo. We doubt that constituent dialogue is a daily occurrence given the size of Alamogordo, so let's suppose they devote 8 hours a week to constituent services that 24 hours a month. Total constituents work we will estimate at about 36 hours a month. Of course, each candidate will more than likely defend their work suggesting they work countless hours for constituents and the city of Alamogordo, the constituents know the truth. For the mayor that would be an average of about $22 an hour or double the minimum wage or average wage for a Walmart employee, restaurant worker or hotel worker in Alamogordo. For the U.S. Census and Wikipedia, males in Alamogordo have a median income of $28,163 versus $18,860 for females. The per capita income for the city was $14,662. So, the pay inequity of women becomes more obvious as women per capita in Alamogordo make about $9 an hour. So, the mayoral candidate, elected will be making two times the average per capita income of their constituents under this presumptive scenario. 
There again, what happened to service for one's community? Most candidates running for an election are using other people's money or campaign donations, then the candidate gets paid for the job. What a deal. What other job in America does one use other people's money to campaign for and profit from? Only a career politician. We are not advocating for no pay for political leadership, however, we do wonder if pay were taken out of the equation of politics, what kind of leadership would we then have? If the political system was held to similar oversight as non-profits would the results be what one sees today or better? A thought to ponder. The responses to the question that we. Alamogordo. Town. News.com. Given the job as a part-time job and one of public service, would you be willing to accept the position if elected for no pay and dedicate the public check each month to a local community organization rotating the donation monthly? Susan Payne response, this question is full of presumptions. I assure you I don't really get a paycheck for this position, but I am grateful for the medical and dental insurance that my paycheck goes toward even if it's not enough to cover all of it. AlamogordoTownNews.com fact check, the candidate gets a paycheck per the city budget, so the answer is rather misleading. Rather the candidate spends her money on medical or dental insurance is irrelevant to the question. It is income and she, per her answer is spending it on insurance. According to the U.S. Census 6.9% or about 2,200 residents of Alamogordo don't have insurance, thus the medical and dental insurance that candidate Payne's paycheck goes to affords her coverage that about 2,200 of her constituents can't afford to maintain. Thus, yes candidate Payne does receive a payment from the city of Alamogordo and based on her answer she. Nadia Sykes response, my job as a commissioner has been full-time. I spend all my time working for the betterment of our community and if anything, would support an ordinance to pay our mayor and commissioners more fairly. AlamogordoTownNews.com fact check, we cannot substantiate candidate Sykes' response that her job as commissioner has been full-time. AlamogordoTownNews.com believes both candidates spend much of their time for the betterment of their community. Given their resume of community service we believe that to be a fact, that they each work toward their vision of betterment to the community. The question however is, are they doing in while in service in their official roles as government leaders, or a private citizen or as a leader of a nonprofit? Only they know what is in their heart, and only you the voter can interpret their actions. Ms. Sykes' response that she would support an ordinance to pay the mayor and the commissioners more fairly is concerning. What is more fair is a question. And since the topic of fairer pay was raised, how do the candidates stand on the minimum wage for city staff? Are the entry-level minimum wages paid fairly based on their contribution to the city? Who is of more value the lifeguard making minimum wage protecting the drowning child at the city-owned pool or the mayor? You decide? AlamogordoTownNews.com rates both candidates' answer to the question of pay for the mayor's office of failure, the responses don't represent the Christian values of selfless service to one's community one would expect for a small town of 31,384 constituents. Along the vein of pay, the question then becomes, are we as citizens getting the government, we pay these candidates to provide us? Both are sitting commissioners, and both have the power to initiate dialogue, craft proposed ordinances and lead the city via legislation. So, are we getting the legislative progress we deserve in the city of Alamogordo to elevate one of these two individuals to the level of mayor and spokesperson for the city of Alamogordo? Along that line we ask the following question. Alamogordo. Town. News.com. If you have held office please provide three pieces of legislation, ordinances, or initiatives that you personally sponsored that were focused on jobs or education. Please provide the outcomes to the legislation since passed. Nadia Sykes' response, proudest of my work with code enforcement, with improvements to our green spaces and the Bark Park, Alamogordo Main Street and Zia, 
our public transportation, our library. Before I initiated the ordinance to require campaign reporting on the city level, there was no reporting. AlamogordoTownNews.com fact check, the question was what three pieces of legislation, ordinances or initiatives did you personally sponsor that were focused on jobs or education? Based on the response it would appear the direct answer is zero however Ms. Sykes did initiate a very important piece of legislation that would follow under the sunshine laws to require public reporting of campaign contribution. We too, agree that is an important piece of legislation to have initiated and are happy that was successfully passed by the full commission. We ask both candidates to please provide the alamogordotownnews.com a direct copy of your last campaign filing. We could request one via the Open Records Act and will do so if the candidates don't provide us such information, but it would be timelier and more considerate if each candidate would email the alamogordotownnews.com a copy of their most recent filing prior to election day for publication. Susan Payne response, the city does not specifically have any ordinances that would fall into either of these categories. However, I was heavily involved in reworking our LIDA ordinance which focuses on job creation. In addition, I sit on the Otero County Economic Development Board and focus a lot of time on job and business creation. AlamogordoTownNews.com fact check, the question was answered by Ms. Payne and the answer is indeed interesting that the city does not have any ordinances that fall into the category of job creation or education. Ordinances that may be true, but initiatives or legislative actions? It does appear the commission has acted in relation to jobs and education. The city during the tenure of both commissioners has acted or initiatives on job creation at some point. Incentives or accommodations by the city were given to the Medlin Ramps leadership with a commitment of so many jobs to be created. The commission under Ms. Payne passed a resolution recently related to schools as a statement on school polices by the state. Thus, the board and Ms. Payne has acted related to jobs and education, yet both candidates seem to have skimmed over their actions in their responses. What other actions have the candidates taken and skimmed over? An informed citizen is important as the role of the mayor and the commission is to work on behalf of Alamogordo citizens. Our role as citizens is to be informed, educated, and ensure our local governmental leadership is responsive to our local community needs. Learn, ask questions act, and get involved. Both candidates have a very solid resume of service to the community and on a level of service and passion for the community both certainly have passion and a commitment to service. The question we need to ask ourselves is which candidate has the temperament of collaboration and is the candidate to best represent the city of Alamogordo with the state and national leadership to help secure matching state and federal funds for public works projects, major street and highway repairs, for business development and revitalization. Which candidate has the stage presence, to collaborate with the powers of other regional cities, the county, state, and federal leadership and represent the best interests in Alamogordo? Vote, the future of Alamogordo is decided by your vote. Stay connected. Subscribe to free email updates from Second Life Media Alamogordo. Sign up.